0: my mother was adopted by her great aunt at a very young age my great aunt became her custodian
1: this is my wife lauren she is telling us a story that has been with her since her childhood the story of an old family mystery in 1951 when her mother was an infant her own mother disappeared she was never seen or heard from again so what did lauren know about this growing up asked her to share her story with us
0: Uh, my understanding was always that patrick my grandfather was young um he's a bit of a, a wild one if you will he liked to to drink to hang out in taverns to maybe gamble even and that patrick raising my mother as a single father was not in anyone's best interest and he was a single father because my mother's mother Marsha disappeared when my mother was just a baby
1: you're listening to the family mysteries podcast uncovering long lost stories and bringing them to life featuring original music by Johnny Thomas your host, Bryce Amber. I'm a writer and a blogger. Join me as I try to uncover the truth in the mysteries in our own families. Episode 1, An Old Family Mystery When I first met my wife Lauren, and we got to know each other better, the subject of family came up And I learned that she had this mystery in her family. The story that I heard was that Marcia Lauren's grandmother, went missing and was never seen again. And some in the family suspected that her husband had something to do with it. I was intrigued right away. And I immediately thought this would make a great story. I've decided to take on this story of Marcia Nolan as an inspiration for my novel. I'm excited to share this with you. This is a 65-year-old cold case, but nobody knows what happened to Marcia Nolan. Sure, technology was not as sophisticated as it is now, but what happened to her? Why did all the leads dry up? Why did the investigation stop? All of these things kept bugging at me. And I decided, in addition to writing the novel, I'm going to investigate what happened to Marcia Nolan. Now, I don't have any background in forensics. I'm not a detective or a private investigator. I'm a storyteller. I decided to tell the story of my investigation into the disappearance of Marcia Nolan. So I started blogging about my experience. You can follow along on that blog at www.unsolvedfamilymysteries.com. While I was discussing my blog with some friends, the subject of podcasting came up. I listen to podcasts, I really enjoy them, but I had never really seriously considered doing a podcast. But it sounded like a fun exercise. And just like that, the Family Mysteries podcast was born. You can follow along as I investigate this and other family mysteries. This first season will include eight bi-weekly episodes and will focus on the disappearance of Marcia Nolan. Future episodes will feature other family mysteries. envision the unsolved family mysteries website to be something of a community do you have a story in your family just waiting to be told did someone in your family disappear is there an unsolved murder or did someone lead a double life as you can see real life makes for great stories whatever the story big or small we want to hear them please submit your story at www.UnsolvedFamilyMysteries.com In 1951, Marcia Nolan was 20 years old and had a six-month-old daughter. She attended a party on December 27th at a friend's house.
0: Here's Lauren. I was told that my mother had been with my my great-grandmother, her grandmother, Marsha's mother, at the house. I had always thought that she was there the whole time. I don't know if that is the correct story, but my understanding was that Pat and Marsha had gone to a party and that Marsha never came home, but Pat did. And there was speculation about how he got in the house because for some reason there was the thought that he never came in through the front door. Nobody ever heard him come in. And he had said that he had come in through a window because he didn't want to wake anyone and had no explanation the next morning.
1: So was this the same story that you heard from your mother's grandmother and from, from your mother?
0: My mother's grandmother never said anything about it. And I honestly never, it, it's funny because I never really associated my great grandmother, Elizabeth, Betty, that's what we call her, Grandma Betty. I never associated Grandma Betty with my, Missing biological grandmother. And I really didn't think about her that much when I was growing up in general because my mother never brought her up.
1: Why do you think that is?
0: Her mother was never a part of her life. She was raised by a very giving and kind and selfless woman named Helen Koenig, her great aunt. And I think that speaking about Marsha and talking about Marsha only. Maybe brought up memories, or not even memories, just feelings of abandonment, or really not wanting to know because that meant going down a path she didn't care to journey.
1: So it wasn't talked about very much in her family. But the story that Lauren heard growing up was that her mother, as a baby, was left behind while her grandfather and grandmother attended a party her grandfather showed up back at the house and climbed in through a window to avoid detection. It sounds pretty guilty, but is that what really happened? Marcia Nolan disappeared 65 years ago, but Lauren and her brother grew up knowing that there was a mystery in their family, knowing that their grandmother disappeared. Did curiosity ever take over? Was there ever a time when she wanted to investigate what happened?
0: I never had thought of pursuing any further knowledge into the situation, you know, uncovering any information.
1: So why is it that you didn't pursue it?
0: Maybe why I never had my own sense of wanting to find out was simply because I had a grandmother presence in my life. And when Helen became my mother, Sharon's custodian, she was a doting mother. She was a doting grandmother. She lived with us for almost my entire life. When I was three years old, she moved in with us, and my home always had my mother, my father, and my grandmother, and my brother in it. And having her being such a constant part of my life, having that sense that I did have a grandmother, I certainly never felt like anything was missing. I think that I became interested in finding out what happened after my mother passed away. There was the opportunity to maybe try to find some of those long-lost family members. It was always a little odd to me growing up that I, did not, I didn't have a grandfather on that side and that I never met him. But then there was such a such a picture painted of him that it seemed to make sense that I would not have a relationship with him.
1: So when your mother passed away, that's when you started thinking that you might be developing an interest in the story?
0: And it was your interest in the story.
1: Right. You knew about my interest in the story. How does it feel to think about me writing about your family and your missing grandmother?
0: When you told me that you first wanted to write a novel based on Marsh's disappearance, I thought that that was probably a very good idea. It took me a moment to get used to. It caught me off guard. It's not in the front of my mind, nor had it been. I remember feeling very nervous. I still am very nervous about just what kind of information we'll uncover, what will be found out. Part of my nervousness in finding out what happened or seeking to find out what happened to Marsha is bringing this person to life, this person who never existed for me.
1: So Lauren never showed much interest in finding out what happened to her grandmother. Her own mother never even wanted to talk about it. She had a grandmother, a very loving grandmother. So why am I opening this can of worms? Why am I risking the happiness of my marriage on a 65 year old cold case. I do think there's a great story there. I think it also tells us something about ourselves. When we can go outside of our comfort zone, when we go to places that are a little dark, unknown within our own family history, it helps us grow as families and as individuals. And Lauren sees that too. She sees the opportunity to find out more about her family.
0: I hope that we are at the very least, able to learn a little more about these people, who they were, what their lives were like, what kind of insights we might be able to gain into their character to help us to understand a little bit more of what lies behind the story. With most things, you know, there's multiple versions of truth. There's many sides to a story. I am aware that I've only ever heard one side and I don't know how accurate any of it is. At the very best and it really would be it would be phenomenal to actually solve the mystery. If we were able to discover what did happen to Marsha, where did she go that night? Did somebody take her? Did she go on her own? Did she ever try to come back or reach back out? Did she pass away? It's crazy to think about the fact that she could still be alive. That would be outrageous and exciting to discover. I still feel quite nervous about this whole diving into this mystery. I want to I want to know and it's exciting to think about learning new things about people in your family. What's interesting is that it's people that I never met. What really happened? Who were these people? I guess it would break my heart if something foul did befall her. It was always a mystery what happened to her. Um, I had mentioned that there was speculation that there may have been some foul play, but I Don't know how much of that is valid, or if that's just an explanation or a reason that people who could not possibly understand her wanting to leave her life might develop. Next
1: time on the Family Mysteries Podcast.
0: Well, I'm getting ready to meet my great aunt and great uncle, as well as I believe a cousin and I'm feeling nervous, excited. Oh my goodness, so many emotions. This is a side of the family that I really didn't know how deep it went. If I did know or was ever told, I don't recall. And so I don't, I don't recall ever meeting anyone from my mother's paternal side of the family.
1: Lauren is introduced to a new side of her family. She meets family members who were there the night that Marcia disappeared. This has been episode one of the Family Mysteries Podcast. A special thank you to my wonderful wife, Lauren Ambern, for putting up with me and for taking us along as she discovers more about her family. Also, a big thank you to Johnny Thomas for providing the original music. Johnny is Marcia's nephew and never met his aunt. So we're excited to have his contribution. Thank you all for listening.